What's up, guys? Welcome back to the second episode of the Sports and Stuff podcast. I am your host, Jacob Scafidi. Um, today is Friday, May 31st at 12.13 a.m. Game one of the NBA Finals just wrapped up, and a surprising game. Uh, the Toronto Raptors actually take game one by nine points to take a 1-0 series lead. Um, the whole week leading up to this uh, f- uh, first game of the Finals and the Finals itself, I've been very skeptical skeptical of uh, Toronto's ability to make this a good series. But for some reason, tonight, when the, uh, the game was about to start, I was actually out at a restaurant with some of my buddies. And I was watching the pregame, and I just thought, I'm like, I feel pretty comfortable in the Raptors tonight. I think, I think, they, can, I think they can take game one on their home court. It, is their, it was their first finals game in franchise history. Uh, Drake was on the sideline. The place was packed. I, I just thought the Raptors could take game one. And uh, fortunately for uh, everyone besides Warriors fans, they did. Um, so before I before I dive into my take on the game and my uh, description of the game, I will I'm going to read a little bit of this uh, recap from Brian Mohani from AP Basketball. So here we go. Pascal Siakam scored a playoff career high 32 points, and and the Toronto Raptors won the first NBA Finals game played outside the United States beating the Golden State Warriors 118-109 to on Thursday night. The Raptors hardly looked like newcomers in the NBA's biggest stage, controlling the action most of the way against the Golden State team, beginning its fifth straight finals appearance. Kawhi Leonard added 23 points, and Marcus Scholl added 20 for the Raptors. Steph Curry scored 34, and Klay Thompson had 21 for the Warriors, who had all won four game ones in the last four years. All those had a... All those have come at home, but this time Golden State doesn't have the home court or home country advantage. Game 2 was Sunday night in Toronto, which is hosting an NBA Finals game for the first time after the Raptors entered the league as an expansion team in 1995. The Raptors were perhaps a little jerky at the start when Lowry firing a pass well out of bounds on their first possession. But they quickly settled in afterwards, building a 10-point lead by halftime, surging to an 18-11 lead before the Warriors came right back with 8 in a row. Siakam went 6-for-6 six six in the third quarter to keep the Warriors from getting much ground, and the Raptors kept their lead around double digits for most of the final quarter, countering every attempt the Warriors made to catch up. All four Warriors' previous finals were against LeBron James and Cleveland Cavaliers, Cavaliers, and they struggled to figure out a new opponent. Toronto shot 50.6% from the field, and the Warriors never found an answer for Siakam, the finalist for most viable excuse me, most improved player, who has a nice start to his NBA Finals MVP resume. The player's nickname, Spicy P, was red hot, shooting 14-17 from the field, and he tipped on his own shot in one of those last misses with only 54 seconds to play. The party 24 years in the making started early when fans arriving at Jurassic Park, for those of you who don't know, Jurassic Park is like a uh, area outside the arena where the Raptors play, where the fans have like watch parties and they call it Jurassic Park because like the Raptors at the movie. Um, so people were getting there this morning for, to save their spot. If they didn't have tickets, they got there this morning to have to save their spot for the outside area. Um, anyway, back to the uh, recap. There were lengthy lines at the arena entrance hours before the game, with some of the few fans who weren't wearing Ra- Raptors red sticking out in their original purple uniform with a dinosaur logo. The Raptors introduced some of their former players after the first quarter, a group that included perennial all-stars such as Tracy McGrady and Chris Bosh. But it wasn't until they went out and got Leonard in a trade with San Antonio that Toronto was finally good enough to get to the NBA Finals. He wasn't the dominant force he was in the first rounds, 
when he averaged 31.2 points a game. But he had eight rebounds and five assists in his first NBA Finals game since winning MVP in the 2014 championship with the Spurs. DeMarcus Cousins made it come back from his left torn quadricep to come off the bench in his first NBA Finals game, but the Warriors remain without Kevin Durant, the MVP of the last two finals. He traveled to Toronto, but it's unclear if he'll play before the series returns to the Bay Area, with Coach Steve Kerr saying he would have to go through a practice first. The Warriors have won every game since he got hurt in the second round, but sure missed him against the Raptors tonight, who are on the roll, who are on a roll after falling behind 2-0 Milwaukee in the Eastern Conference Finals. So again, that was a recap from Brian Mahoney from AP Basketball, and now I'm going to dive into my take of the game. So once again, the Toronto Raptors take Game 1 from the Golden State Warriors by a score of 118-109. to 109. Um, I'm going to run through the box score real quick, and I'll dive more in depth in my, uh, my take. All right, so for the Warriors, you know, obviously they're big three with KD being out. Uh, Draymond Green, he played 40 minutes. He had 10 rebounds, 10 assists, and 10 points. Typical Draymond Green triple-double, bare minimum. Um... He was 0 for 2 from 3, 2 and 9 from the field, and his plus minus is minus 8. Uh, Steph Curry, he played, he also played 40 minutes. He had 34 points, 5 assists, 5 rebounds, and his plus minus is negative 9. Um, I'm gonna talk more about Steph Curry's 34 points in a second. He was 18, or he was, excuse me, he was 8 from 18 from the field. And Clay Thompson, he played 39 minutes with 21 points. Five rebounds, one assist, with a plus-minus negative 10. He was 8 of 17 from the field. And then going over to Toronto, their big three, or really their their whole starting five really had a nice night. Uh, we'll start with the uh, MVP of the game. And if Toronto goes on to win the series and he keeps up his play, he'll be MVP of the series as Pascal Siakam, Spicy P. He played 40 minutes with 32 points, 5 assists, 8 rebounds. He shot 14 of 17 from the field. His plus-minus was plus 4. Kawhi Leonard, he played 43 minutes with 23 points, five rebound, or 8 rebounds, 5 assists, with a plus-minus plus 11. He was 5 of 14 from the field. Kawhi, he, he had a nice game, but he wasn't very efficient scoring. Um, Marcus Saul, he played 30 minutes with 20 points. Seven rebounds, one assist, and a plus-minus of plus eight. He was six of ten from the field. He was actually two from four from three. He had some nice three-pointers. Um, Kyle Lowry, um, he didn't score that much. He had thir- he played 36 minutes with only seven points, but he did have six rebounds and nine assists, and his plus-minus plus 11. So he was, although he didn't put the ball in the hole, only two of nine from the field. He, uh, he had a dagger three at the end of the game, but he was really helping his teammates in other ways other than scoring. And then Danny Green, he had a really, really great game for the Raptors considering his role. He played 30 minutes, 11 points, uh, one assist, two rebounds, uh, four nine from the field, three or seven from three. Um, he had his three threes all came in clutch situations. Um, so, getting more into these stats, uh, Steph Curry. Um, First off, 14 of his 34 points were off of free throws. And a lot of those were questionable calls. And people who know me are going to say I'm being biased. And look, 
I maybe I am a little bit. I'm not. I don't like. I don't hate Steph Curry. I don't have an issue with him. I just don't like the guy. I I don't know. I just don't. Probably because he beat LeBron and the Cavs in three finals. But it's whatever. Even if that didn't happen, I still don't like the guy. Um. His th- he had 34 points, which is great in the NBA Finals. He has six consecutive 30-point games as playoffs. But all those points, like, he gets in garbage time when they don't really matter. Like, he never comes up big in a, in a playoff series. The difference between Steph Curry and a LeBron or a KD is Steph Curry... Yeah, he was a unanimous MVP. Yeah, he has all these awards. Yeah, he has two rings. But the, he doesn't have a finals MVP. And that's because Steph Curry's biggest shots of his seasons come in mid-February when it doesn't freaking matter at all, right? When you look at KD, LeBron, Kobe, you look at all their biggest shots, they're Game 7 of playoff series. They're NBA Finals games. Their clutch situations and key games to either win a playoff series, get in the like, get a higher seed for the playoffs, or win a playoff game, or even win a championship. It's like Steph Curry just doesn't have clutch moments in 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 high level games. He has clutch moments in mid February when no one cares, when everyone's getting over being upset that the NFL's over. That's when he hits his big shots. That's when he pulls from like almost half court and everyone's like, oh, Curry, he's a god. He pulled from the logo. Then then June comes around, or in this case, late May, and he, he has good numbers, but he doesn't put them up when they matter because his team loses these games. So that's my kind of take on Curry in the playoffs. Oh, and another, I forgot about this. Uh, side note, DeMarcus Cousins, he had a torn quad. He came back tonight. He had he only played eight minutes with three points, two assists, no rebounds, um, 0-2 from the field. Um, so he'll be something to watch along with KD coming back. Um, but I want to talk about Pascal Siakam for a second. I mean, this, this guy, I mean, I knew he was good, but I didn't know he could be like, the Wade to the LeBron. Like, I didn't know he could be, like, the Batman to the Robin for Kawhi Leonard. And really, tonight, he was kind of the Batman. And Kawhi was kind of the, the Robin. Um, Again, 32 points, 14-17 shooting from the field. Um, He did everything for this team. He had three offensive rebounds, five defensive rebounds, five assists, one steal, two block. Only two turnovers. Um, He did everything. If, if Pascal Siakam plays... Anything close to this throughout every game of the series, I really like the Raptors' chance to win the series. I know on my previous podcast I said, I think the Warriors are going to win. I still think they're going to win the series just because they probably will because everything about the Warriors, everyone hates them, so they'll probably win. The NBA loves them. But if Pascal Siakam can keep up this play and Marcus Hall can get you 15 to 20 points and Kyle Lowry cannot lose you the game and Danny Green hit a couple of threes, and Kawhi Leonard can be Kawhi Leonard. And by the way, Kawhi Leonard was not his best self tonight. He only shot 5 14 in the field, 23 points. Um, he, he, he's had a lot better games, and I expect him to have better games in this series. But if Pascal Siakam can play like this, and Gasol can give you 15 to 20, 
Lowry can hit some key shots, facilitate a little bit. Danny Green, Danny Green hit some key threes. And Kawhi Leonard's Kawhi Leonard. I mean, the Raptors are, they have a squad. And let's not forget about Fred, Fred Van Fleet coming off the bench. He played 33 minutes with uh, 15 points, two assists, one rebound, 5-8 from the field. I mean, that's a nice... That's a nice piece coming off your bench that I don't believe the Warriors really had anyone like that tonight. No, they didn't. Usually that guy for them would be Andre Iguodala, but he only had six points tonight. He actually uh, he hurt his calf earlier this, in the playoffs, and he missed a couple games. And in the fourth quarter tonight, it looked like he uh, tweaked it again, and they actually took him out for um, who they, who'd they put him in for. Or who they take him out for? Alon uh, Alfonso McKinney. That's who it was. They put in Alfonso McKinney when uh, Andre Iguodala tweaked his uh, calf late in the fourth quarter. Um. So yeah, pass was bottom line so far. Seth Curry, nice numbers. Doesn't do it when it matters. Pascal Siakam, game of his life. Um, Kawhi Leonard. He made some great plays. Had a couple of key baskets. He had a couple of nice threes. He actually shot three six from three, fifty percent. Um. Again, I like to see him be more efficient in game two. Um. Because that's what really like if he, he only shot five of fourteen from the field. If he shoots nine of fourteen, you're looking at like thirty some points from Kawhi, along with. Siakam's 32, and Gasol's 20. I know it's still one, but game two, you know the Warriors, they're gonna they're gonna be bouncing back, looking for blood here. And I believe the only way the Raptors can win this series is if they if they win all their home games. I don't see them taking the game in Golden State. I hope I'm wrong, but I don't know. Um. So yeah, and then after the game. The Warriors are walking back to the their locker room, and who do you see on the sideline, other than the one and only Aubrey Drake Graham, aka Drake the Boy Drizzy? He is talking mess to the Warriors, and if you want, if you were watching it live, and I actually I saw him by rewinding to see what he said. If you look at his lips, first off, first off, before I get to that. The fact that he is wearing a uh, Dale Curry Toronto Raptors jersey, I mean, that's just troll game level 100, right? Um, anyway, but if you go back and watch, you can see Drake, like, talking mess to every Warriors player. Mainly Draymond Green, because Draymond Green's the only one that's giving him any attention because Draymond Green's a nutcase. Um, you actually see Drake call Draymond Green trash. And I just think it's funny because... Drake's talking shit to an NBA player. Um, and Draymond Green, like, he's not, well, he's not trash. Like, Drake's kind of right. Like, he really didn't, like, I know he had a 10-10-10 triple-double, but, like, 10-10-10 triple-double, that's kind of like, I don't know, that's kind of like doing what you're supposed to do if you're Draymond Green. Like, if you want to win, you're going to need more than 10 points out of Draymond Green. Um... But yeah, I just thought that was funny how Drake's talking mess. Um, okay, so now I'm going to talk about game two coming up this Sunday at 8 p.m. Um, 
if I had to put money on this game, if I had to bet my house on this game, I would bet the Warriors come back and win this game. But I'm not betting money. I'm not betting my house. So I'm going to say what I think is going to happen. I think the Raptors win this game easily. I think this game is going to be a blowout either way. I think it's going to be a Warriors blowout victory or a Raptors blowout victory. And I'm kind of leaning toward the Raptors blowout victory. Now when I say blowout, I'm saying like 15 points, 15, 20 points. Um, I think if it was any other franchise, if it was any other team, I would definitely say the Warriors are going to win in the next game. But the fact that Toronto, A, this is their first finals in franchise history, and B, is that they're not uniting a whole city. They're uniting a whole country in Canada. And really, a lot of the United States who want to see the Warriors fail, such as myself. But the fact that the Raptors are uniting a whole country behind this team, I think that place is going to be rocking. I think that the Raptors are going to be feeling the energy again. I think Drake's going to be over there talking shit. And I think that the Raptors are going to win this game by double digits. Um, again, that game is Sunday, 8 p.m. in Toronto. And, um, yeah. So that's all I have for, for you tonight on the Sports and Stuff podcast. Uh, once again, I was recapping Game 1 of the NBA Finals when the Raptors took the uh, Game 1, 118-109. And, again, Game 2 is Sunday at 8 p.m. Um, I'm going to try to do... I don't know how I'm going to do this. Um, I'm going to try to do a podcast after every game about the game that just happened and then about the next game. But I still want to work in my uh, normal content uh, with like the just like sports in general, including sports in general. Um, so look for a couple podcasts coming out a week, hopefully. Uh, for sure after each finals game. Um... And then I'll try to get like a general one that has nothing to do with the finals at all. I won't even talk about it because of these podcasts. I'll talk about the NHL, Stanley Cup final, the MLB. And then uh, actually some very interesting stuff out of the NFL this afternoon. And I'll dive into about the new CBA in 2021 and what they're talking about doing and not doing. So yeah, um, until next game or next time. I'm Jacob Scafidi. That's all for the second episode of Sports and Stuff Podcast.